0: You are listening to the Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Toast to the Town with Christy and Mel. Here we are on a beautiful Wednesday, and it really is beautiful. Ordered and delivered by the Chamber of Commerce.
1: I know. It is an absolutely gorgeous day. It feels all fresh and crisp. It and, does. You know, it makes me feel
2: sassy. So <laughs> I have to wear my sassy shoes
1: just for that. But yes, it is a lovely day. It's a
0: lovely day. And we have a lovely guest today. Yes. And we are we are excited about it. We, we have are. have lots of online inquiries about it this week, which is great. Yes. And so. We're lots of fans.
1: Without further ado, I think we should introduce our mm-hmm. esteemed, yes. wonderful guest, uh, County Judge Mark Keogh, how are you doing, Judge? Well,
3: guys, thanks for having me on. I'm very excited about being here. Well, today. we we love it when you're here. We, we do. We, we love having you. We have
2: to
0: with do us. it regularly just because we have to know what's going on.
3: Well, you know, there's so many cool things going on in Montgomery County, um, and how we're processing through all of this COVID stuff, mm-hmm, and. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, it's just, man, if there's ever a place you would want to be, it'd be right here in I Montgomery agree with County. You. And I mean that from my heart. You I know, agree with you.
0: We, I know. How blessed are we? We, we are. We, we are. I, you know, that was in my gratitude journal this morning. Mm-hmm. I was writing things down and I said, I said, you know, I am so grateful to be an American. Although we're in a mess right now, but thank you, God, if not for nothing else than putting me in Texas and specifically that I work at my home, Montgomery County. Anyway, it was, it was awesome. It was my, my whole gratitude thing was based on Texas and Montgomery County. Anyway, we have, um, some things going on this week. We do. Yeah. I, 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 I found a couple of things. Go right ahead. Okay. Um, well, you know, and she's she is a friend of the show, and we've had her here before. We love her, Corey, Corey Scott. Yes, okay. right. But anyway, <laughs> um she owns Makeup to Go by CS and mm-hmm. down in Magnolia, and they are having a little event tomorrow night at uh, Thursday night mm-hmm. at, at, from five, five to eight. I think it yeah, is. I think but it's anyway. with Pout Med Spa in it. Yes, it's mm-hmm. Pout Med Spa. Correct. Anyway, there's that, and um, all you ladies go down there, because she's got great makeup. And I mean, I'm not um, one of these people that likes to try everything, and everything she's given me to try, which is about, I don't know, five, six different items, mm-hmm. awesome stuff. I know. That toner is amazing. Uh, oh, love it. Um, and then... It's the little things. <laughs> it is. It is the little things. i um, how you
3: roof really feel.
0: <laughs> love it. Love it. Okay. And then um, the other thing we need to talk about is a political thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be Monday evening, the 1st, February 1st. Yes, I just saw that. And it's um, 630. And what it is, and, and, you know, I don't know exactly who's putting it on, except that, you know, I got my notice from John Boucher, a Christian conservative political activist, is what he says he is. Yes. But um, it'll be at Citizen's Squirrel from 6.30 on, and um, a couple of different people are going to be there. HD15 rep Steve Toth and author Dave Roberts, awesome Mm -hmm. guy. Uh, They're both going to speak, and they're going to talk about putting the grassroots political uh, group in Montgomery County uh, together. Let's let's pull everybody in from all the different organizations. Join forces. Correct. So, And they've got a whole list of things. So look for it online under under John Boucher if you want to. And then... um, Monday the 15th, we've got um, Magnolia Area Republican Women and it's going to be at the West Montgomery County Community Development Center, but that's Monday the 15th. You've got a little time to find out about that. Yeah, And then I've got Do you have any other events?
1: Well, I have music events because you know that's kind of the center of my Mm. world these days. I know because I've turned off the TV.
0: Yeah, (laughs) so much. But
1: uh, tomorrow night at Dosey Doe, we've got Jason Boland doing an acoustic show live. Love me some Jason Boland. Cannon Brand, our friend Cannon, Mm -hmm. and Peyton Howie are going to be at Pacific Yard House tomorrow night. And then we've got uh, an up and coming band that I absolutely love, Uh, Chad Cook Band, is going to be at Pacific Yard House. I haven't heard them oh fantastic really really, really
0: fantastic yeah Just the, good country uh or yeah rock, rock country, both, rock. a
1: little bit of both okay. Okay. um and then we've got the boots for troops chili cook-off happening on saturday that's going to be a magnolia uh, guaranteed to be a good time those guys know how to put on a really great mm-hmm. event um and then there's all kinds of um trent Cowie's is going to be live at marshall's tavern that's coming up on saturday um, you know, uh, Madera Estates is doing an mm. open house, which if you have not seen that venue, it's oh, absolutely gorgeous. It's fun. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful,
0: place. So lots of fun stuff coming up. Um, I got you know. three birthdays. Let me mention those and get those out of the way, okay. but, but uh, great people. Uh, the first one is our friend Nelda Blair. She is, um, her birthday is the 29th. Catalina Adame, who is the daughter of, um, Molly, Adami, who is just a friend of the show and so forth, anyway. She is um, uh, 21, 22, 23, something like that. <laughs> and then uh, back, from, y'all have to draw back from the class of '81. Hoppy Hayden is um, has a birthday, and he is now the county judge in Caldwell County, <coughs> Caldwell County. Caldwell County. You very good. You ain't been nowhere if you ain't been through Caldwell okay. County. Anyway, which Caldwell is not in Caldwell County. But anyway. <laughs> um, so that's all the birthdays we have this week. And and um, what what do you have? What what's going on? just you. went through what's going no, on. <laughs> I mean, with you.
1: How's life been? Good? <laughs> you know, things have been great. You know, we are gearing up for the 2021 Connor Cajun Catfish Festival. It'll Ooh. be our 31st year or 32nd year. Um, and just really I'm looking forward to, you know, getting things going. And, um, you know, once again, having the support of our amazing elected officials who um, really came, amazing came forward official. that really, right. bound, you know, really helped us be able to pull that off this year Mm -hmm. And, and i know we're going to talk about a few things a few aspects of the catfish festival but we are working diligently to get that ready so if you have any interest in sponsoring or volunteering or being a part of the friends of conroe or the conroe cajun catfish festival you can message us on our facebook page or just mention it in the comments of the show and i will make sure that i reach out to you and get you some information because it is going to be a grand event it's going to be so much fun um we're hopefully you know all this covid business will be um, out of town by that particular <laughs> time uh, so we can get back to our, our regularly scheduled program of the Catfish Festival.
0: But that'll be the second weekend in October, so go ahead and mark your calendars. And I'd like to say you look lovely today. You really do look pretty ah, today.
2: Why, thank you.
0: It's, I'm feeling a little it's bougie that morning, today. It's that, it's that morning walk. You You look refreshed.
1: Uh, well, after the morning walk, I spent, spilt my morning coffee. Oh, so no, that's not good. I don't not know good. Is that... <laughs> is all
0: integral or not but anyway so judge what do you
3: think did you spill coffee this morning or you know i didn't yay (laughs) so that's a major breakthrough for me exactly thank god for small favors
1: so so my kids you know now you know we used to call it gossip and stuff when we were in school now Mm -hmm. my kids call it spill the tea Oh. So I am making sure that I just spilled the coffee. So and not, the, not tea. the tea today. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> anyway, so beautiful, That's awesome. beautiful day to be here in Montgomery County, yeah. and uh, mm. never a dull moment. Mm-mm. All kinds of fun stuff mm. going on. What is? Why don't you give us a little bit of an update, Judge? Well, what's the latest?
3: You know, I have to tell you, I'm going to have the opportunity to speak to the Greater Houston Builders Association tomorrow. Wonderful. And they asked me if I would bring to them kind of a state of Montgomery County and where we're headed. Um, And I did that twice last year. I did it in the spring. And then in the fall, um, last October, I did it a second time with the, really the elephant in the room was not just about what's the state of the county, but what's the state of the county now that we've been involved with COVID. COVID, that dreaded And so today, um, or tomorrow, we're going to talk about those things. And I have to tell you, as I've been doing a little research on this and talking to various departments and whatnot, just a few things that you might be interested in knowing. Did you know, did you know that in Montgomery County, the largest city, the county seat Conroe, our largest city, had a 6.3% increase in sales tax revenue Fantastic over 2019 for fiscal year 2020, right in the middle of COVID. Wow. And I talked to wow. the city manager, Paul Vergadama. We had a great conversation, and uh, we, I talked to him this morning, and uh, we had texted each other last night because I had asked him, About how they were doing back when I was delivering my fall state of the county with COVID. Mm -hmm. And he told me they were up over last year. So when I went and talked to him yesterday, he told me exactly where we ended up. And his feeling about that was that the reason that it was up was because we did not implement those harsh, Mm -hmm. draconian measures that some of our surrounding counties did. And the result of which was... People were coming here and shopping. Yes, and, and eating, doing and business and, and eating Absolutely. and dining and all the rest of the things. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been really pretty awesome. I got to tell you. Yeah. So you know that we've got that going. I'm waiting for a, resp- a, l- a little bit of uh, information from Tammy McRae, of which I'll get tomorrow morning. We mm-hmm. won't have that today. But in a really, really interesting statistic. Well, uh-huh. go ahead. That I think you guys would be interested in, and that is, you know. We do all kinds of different permits here in the county. And there's single-family house, manufactured home, Mm -hmm. commercial permits, other type permits, commercial, residential, multifamily kind of permits. Are you ready for this? In 2019, overall permits, before COVID, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Montgomery County had 6,549 building permits. Okay. Okay. In 2020, it had... Nine thousand one hundred and ninety-five building permits. It's twenty six hundred and forty six more permits wow. during the fiscal year of twenty twenty as opposed to oh, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Okay. 45%. That is amazing. It is, is
1: absolutely amazing. It's
3: amazing. And what's really what's really exciting about that is that is that most of that is in the difference in the single family housing starts. Mm-hmm excellent very exciting
1: well you know this residential market is booming and and you know it's Mm -hmm. definitely a seller's market right now because people are wanting to be here they want to do business here they want to raise their families here they want their kids to go to school here and a lot of that has to do with the amazing measures that our elected officials yourself included were not only already had in place before the pandemic started but also the the way that you were able to evolve and change and still create and sustain this economy of growth. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> you know, in contrast to so many other communities that unfortunately suffered
3: uh, heavy, heavy, heavy losses. Uh, and some of the ones with the most restrictions have got the highest rates of the spread. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Y- you know, and I, I wonder, <clears throat> you know, whenever the history books
1: you know uh, write this and and our grandkids are going to school and they're reading about this i can't it 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 absolutely intrigues me on how they're going to pull together all this information and what kind of you know um i can't i can't how talk today. will how will Theories. they spin it yeah and how how are they going <laughs> to yeah, spin it but sure. how but how, you know you there's so many lines that get drawn but none of them seem to match up right and that's what is you know from now living in this moment it's you know you talk you see the mask mandates you see you know biden passing this you know mandate where you have to wear a mask if you're on you know federal property although he doesn't do it himself um but you but you see you know these things going on but but you know then you've got science that contradicts itself and then you look here in montgomery county where we do not have a mask mandate and
0: you know, things things are looking pretty good. We're making it and we're and and, and our hospitals are surviving and so are our
3: citizens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing. That. It's a if you look at the hard data, and if I go back to when we came out with mm-hmm. our order two weeks later when we took the order down,
2: mm-hmm.
3: all through the summer, week after week, we're at a ninety nine point five percent recovery rate. Mm -hmm. It doesn't change. I pulled the numbers just a few minutes ago. And did you know that we have had 38,075 infections? And people go, oh my goodness, we have so many infections. Okay. And we've had, and unfortunately there have been deaths involved. That's 206. Mm -hmm. If you take 206 Mm divided by 38,075, 99.5% recovery. And of the 206, you have all kinds of comorbidities associated with most of those. people. It's not just age. Right. Because there is plenty of elderly people that are getting through this Mm -hmm. without any issues. But by the time you take high blood pressure and diabetes and and heart disease and mm -hmm. and some of those kinds of things, um, this, this COVID is dangerous. And so... We really need to watch out for those who are have the greatest health challenges. Mm-hmm. But in the scheme of things, as we move forward as a county, we can't. We we've got to keep our eye on the ball. You cannot have a healthy community without a healthy economy. Absolutely. Period. Yep. It can't be done. Well,
1: and because there are so many things that go along with that, you know, you have a terrible economy. You have a large uh, rate of unemployment. You have people that are then you know, dealing with stress and dealing with financial burdens and not being able to eat well or not being able to, you Absolutely. know, cool their home or, you know, you, people having to make mom, really
3: hard choices. How about that single mom that can't put gas in her car? Uh, yeah. She yep. can't get her child to school. She's yeah. having a hard time buying food right. and she has no income because mm-hmm. she got laid off because her business closed because of these draconian measures, mm-hmm. you know, these harsh, harsh rules and regulations that at mm-hmm. the end of the day are not proving to work. Right. And, you know, and ever
1: I, I know people think that we might be, you know, not really addressing the deaths because, and that, that was one of the things that I, you know, I know people that have been affected. I, I do um, know someone who is currently um, in a major health crisis due to right. COVID, no underlying previously diagnosed health issues. So we, it's not that we're not acknowledging that this disease is real and that it can Absolutely. take lives and that it can be harmful. But I think what you said is exactly right. You cannot have a healthy population without a healthy economy, too. That's right. Because they so, really do go hand in hand. And so, it's
3: not—it's not—they're not mutually exclusive. In other words, to say, "Well, we—we—we got to shut down the economy so we can, we can have healthy people." Mm-hmm. That is not the case. Right. And if you go around here without these all these harsh measures, you see people in restaurants wearing masks mm-hmm. and using hand sanitizer and distancing and doing all these various things. Right difference is that we have not mandated it so that you have to do it right exactly
1: well we're all grown-ups and right that's
3: exactly right
0: and that's what i was about to say it's up to each individual to decide for themselves what they're going to do Mm -hmm. to either protect or further their life and i think an excellent parallel is smoking Mm -hmm. i think it's a you know if if you don't want cancer you you one of the things you don't do is smoke mm-hmm. okay if you think you can beat the odds and you think you can handle it then okay go ahead do what you need to do it's it's just it's just something as an adult where you make the decision to protect yourself to wash right. your hands to to hand sanitizer the mask the well, every, shields the whatever you know, every
1: day we we're forced to make decisions and choices based on you know particular goals <clears throat> particular priorities sure. in life that's just you know Sure. Um,
3: for- the unfortunate truth of adulthood. Sure. You know, here's, there's another but, element to this, and that is that God created us for community.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, He did.
3: Yes. He didn't create us to be hiding away by ourselves. Mm-hmm. We don't do well when we're alone. If everybody's intellectually honest who's listening to this, <laughs> we need accountability. We sure. need to be with other people. You know, I tell, talk to the people at the church, the power of the church is in the gathering of the people. And God specifically says, do not forget the assembling of yourselves together as some are in the habit of doing, but Mm -hmm. encourage one another daily. How do you encourage one another? You gotta be together. Mm -hmm. And you have these kids, these families, these moms and their kids without any connection outside. And, oh, my goodness, it's just – it's painful to watch, and it is not healthy.
1: Right. And, you know, and even with, you know, uh, with the business community, you know, you look at our local chambers of commerce and how they have found ways even when – we didn't know what was going on, and everybody, you know, at very, very early stages of the pandemic, and everybody started shutting down the events because nobody knew what was going to happen. Um, you know, but the way that they were able to evolve again, find ways in order to keep people connected, to let businesses network and build those relationships because everything comes down to relationships. That's right. Um, and because of that, you know, it helps our economy sustain itself helps us grow because obviously we've had a tremendous amount of growth. You know, this many building permits, residential permits, those are keeping our small businesses afloat during a time when so many of them have crumbled. Absolutely.
3: And and they're selling these homes to somebody. That (laughs) means the ancillary (laughs) businesses are still moving along. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how many people that I have talked to just out of nowhere, we'll be in a restaurant, Kim and I will be in a restaurant or something, people I've never met before. Will come up to us and thank us I mean you guys it's amazing yeah um, for what has taken place and how we have helped to keep the businesses open by taking the stand that, that we have done and not beating up on anybody to do it but just to kind of you got to stand your ground mm-hmm. and you know here we're at Montgomery County and you know we're we're all oriented towards the whole state of Texas but you know I, I'm elected by the people of Montgomery County Montgomery County first. We're open for business.
1: Yes. And we have been. We have been. We have been. And, you know, and I I tell you the other thing that's really exciting about that is because it's given so much confidence to others. Um, You know, for instance, I saw a new music festival that's actually coming here in March. It was actually called, I think, the Houston arts and music festival and now it is the Houston arts and music festival happening at heritage park in downtown Conroe <laughs> um, there's a reason for that That's awesome. <laughs> and you know and you they're bringing vendors they're bringing yeah. folks to come to this community to shop right here in downtown Conroe where all these small businesses reside where their doors are going to be open bringing money to our economy raising that wonderful sales tax revenue that helps us do all the things that we want to do around here and it's because we are welcoming them and saying, you yeah, know, right. we are we want your business. We want you to come here. And I think once we get them once, then they just stick you know. Like you
3: just announced a little while ago the Catfish Festival coming mm-hmm. up in October. Oh my goodness! Last year was unbelievable. Yes, and, I mean it was like across the state, people were looking at us going, "Those guys lost their minds." I know. Do you know? I I am confident that somewhere there was some spread of COVID during that whole deal. But you know what? We don't have any record of one person. Right during that entire time, the way it was managed and the thousands and thousands of people that came to it yeah. in a very difficult time.
1: Well, and it, again, it was adults being responsible, adults, you know. Well, the
3: governor gave us the freedom. The gov- gave the county yes. judge the freedom. If you want to gather in groups of 10 or more, you got to get permission from the county go- was, judge. The county judge. You know. Boom, let's go.
1: Well, and, you know, and, <laughs> and yes, we did institute, you know, right. we brought in more um, hand sanitizer stations. We had and masks we met, right. that were available here. But, you know, uh, I got up on that Texas stage prior to our headline act coming on. And you see the streets and the parking lots packed with people and no masks. But there was not this surge of, of cases that came as a result of that. That's right. And, you know, and, and I, I think it was because people were mostly sticking together in their groups of people that they knew. And yeah. they were washing their hands and using the sanitizer and using common sense. Right. And, uh, but I think it, what it did was it gave everybody the confidence that, hey, we can do this. We can get back to life, you know, as close to normal as it was or what we considered normal. And you look at Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo and you look at the Montgomery County Fair and you look at events like the Catfish Festival that are saying, okay, we're going to plan for 2021 and we're going to get these gatherings back. Right.
3: And it, I, was, I it was painful getting it done, getting yes. approval by everybody. Yes. But you know what? We actually pulled it off, and it was amazing. Great job.
1: Yeah, it was um, It was a great event. It was awesome. Um, you know, we were able to, you know, uh, fund a lot of high school scholarships. We were able to fund, um, you know, we did our Feast with Friends, which is one of our biggest events that um, we actually use the money from the Catfish Festival to do. And we uh, did over 4,000 meals on Thanksgiving Day in five different stations in Montgomery County. And we did it drive through. Now every previous year we've had it where you could yeah. come and sit down mm-hmm. or you could have a drive through, but we gave out those meals and we fed, you know, the Salvation Army. We, you know, reached out, but you know, events like that, four that, thousand. that's what, that what you, you do. Yeah. And Jeez,
3: that's, that's awesome. And
1: and we prepare that ourselves, that is um, you know, but that's what the catfish festival. That's one of the things that we're able to fund with things like that. So, Super. you know, again, Montgomery County is open for business, and thank goodness, because if it wasn't, you know, you look at all of the, our wonderful churches and, and community organizations that, that join together to do these amazing food drives and giving out these amazing food, you know, doing these food pantries where they're doing drive-through, you know, food giveaways. If Montgomery County wasn't open for business, we wouldn't have been able to take care of
3: our community. Absolutely, That's, That's yeah. right. Amen. Preach it, girl. I know. I'm telling you.
0: (laughs) So, um... Do we need to take a break now before we get on to the next topic? Because yeah, Because I'm yeah. ready to dig in on this next one. Yeah,
1: we're going to take a quick break because I know, I mean, the, the time always goes by so fast when you're here, Judge. You, you, it's we're so, so, to much talk it. it's I so much we're fun. It's so much fun. We're going to
0: start having to have longer shows. Yeah. Coming
1: so in so if you are just now leaving out for lunch, make sure you're turning your FM station to 104.5 or 106.1 if you're here in the Conroe area. You can also watch us live on Facebook on the Moxie Innovative Facebook page or, or on IRLoneStar.com. This is Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel. We will be right back.
0: 4-H and Youth, and Family and Consumer Sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at one o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Statistics show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger and many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1 and on ir.lonestar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at ir.lonestar.com or call the message line at 936 936- to take your first step into the radio world. Welcome back, everybody, to Toast of to the Town with Christy <clears> and Mel. This is Mel. And this is Christy. <laughs> we, we sound real country, don't we? I know, I know. All right. Well, we have a great show today, and I, I am enjoying it. I and, know. Um,
1: County Judge Mark Keough yeah, and, and his yeah. newly um, adorning stash.
2: Oh, yeah. I know. It's, it's I like brother. it. I know, I like brother. it. Nice. I
1: know, it. it's very nice. Very nice. I nice. know, yeah, we're going to have to get those Yosemite Thank Sam you. things <laughs> going. <laughs> I, I like it.
3: I like it. And How to grow and maintain with your a handlebar, with your there, there you uh, with your
1: ten gallon <laughs> hat and your holsters ready to take on everybody I that comes em. your way. I love it. I love it. Yeah, we are catching up with County Judge Mark Keogh, talking about the state of the county <clears throat> and and talking about you know the know state of COVID that's here. You know, and and we were talking about the COVID numbers yeah. and everything that's going on, and um, and I think we had a really good point because I think people need to hear these numbers because these are coming from the Montgomery County Hospital, Mr.
3: Craig. You know, one of the things that I brought up is I've spoken to groups, um, over the last four or five months anyway, is as we have seen the process of COVID and recovery rates and how many infections and the rest. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you back when we came out with our order, back when we took the order down, Mm In the summertime in May, June, July. I mean, as of yesterday, we have a ninety nine point five percent recovery rate of anybody who is infected. That's that's a pretty high percentage. Well when you think about <laughs> it, we've had in Montgomery County thirty eight thousand and seventy five infections. Mm-hmm. And our heart breaks for the people that we've lost. We've yes. lost two hundred and six people. Yes. Um, almost all of which had some form of comorbidity or pre-existing condition um, that COVID, like pneumonia or a harsh flu or something like that, it just, it kind of pushed them over the edge. Guys, you know, my mom had cancer
2: mm-hmm.
3: and she died of pneumonia, mm-hmm. but she had cancer. If she right. hadn't have cancer, she wouldn't have died of pneumonia. Right. And so she had a comorbidity. And uh, so that's where that 206 comes from. But if you take those numbers and you put them together, that gives us, again, a 99.5% recovery. So in the scheme of things, every life is important. Mm -hmm. But as I said earlier, you cannot have a healthy community without a healthy economy. Mm -hmm. And we just can't shut down the world um, because of this disease. Now, there are many that think we should. But not us. I don't no. believe that. I think that's wrong.
1: Absolutely. Well, you know, and and you're taking that same mentality into this new stage of this pandemic, which is the the introduction of the vaccines yes. into the county. And I know that y'all have worked really diligently and worked with the Lone Star Community Health Center, which is a fantastic resource. Yes. Um, for this community that is still, you know, not known by as many people as sure. they should be. Yeah. Uh, but y'all have, y'all have been whipping out them
3: vaccines as quickly as possible you know a couple things about the vaccine some people think that um that we should mandate vaccines no Mm -hmm. that's not montgomery county right you know we we didn't do that on the testing we're not we're as we look at these numbers Mm -hmm. and whatnot um, but we give people the choice and we are pro-vaccine choice but to just give you an idea last week um, w- over at the fairgrounds, and they have done such a good job um, setting this up. It's just incredible how quickly and efficiently through Jason Millsaps and mm-hmm. Darren Hess and um, and a number of the people over there, the hospital district, health district, these people are all involved mm-hmm. and giving these shots, watching the people after they're done, but getting these people through. Last week we got through 1,836 Vaccines, wow four shots, it was unbelievable. Tamina, we went on Saturday from 10 to 2 and did 265. Yesterday at the fairgrounds, 868. That's tremendous at the fairgrounds, and we expect to do starting um tomorrow or today. a uh, There's going to be a, a bunch that are going through our Saint Luke's location. And we have become kind of a mega hub. We get our partners who they'll send the vaccines to them and we will help them matriculate the people through this whole process. And it's That's been great. tremendously successful.
1: That's great. So I know and this is a two step vaccination process. That's correct. correct. Yeah. So, you know, if you go and you and you get the, the shot and I believe there's an online registration. Is that correct?
3: Yes. And, you know, the the the, the you, you have to move quickly. Um, when you know that it's available, you just have to keep looking. Mm-hmm. You know, the first day we did the online registration, and I think we had that – we had, actually, it was more than 1,836 that signed up within the first 18 minutes. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, no joke. So, But as, as you'll see, that it will get better as we get more vaccines, mm-hmm. and more vaccines are coming. Yes. And we have more mega hubs that are developing, and they're doing a great job out in Magnolia um down at uh, st luke's as i mentioned starting today we're helping to facilitate that and uh out at the fairgrounds um through the uh, through the hospital and health district it's been awesome
1: well and i know that too because obviously there has to be a plan in place. you just can't start jabbing you know needles and shoulders because they, we needed to start with our first responders because sure. they're the ones that yeah. on the front lines that are that are facing and con- coming yes. into contact all the time. So y'all really de- took the time to develop a plan on how to most effectively. Well, do this. you know,
3: and that was really from the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. That was the governor's plan. We get our first responders, and then this one B is um, people who are sixty-five and above with comorbidities. Mm-hmm. And And we're just it's it's amazing how well it's working, how they're getting through. And, you know, what we do is once you get the shot, then the cars pull forward and they sit there and they wait for 15 Mm -hmm. minutes. That's you know, we we've made that a regulation in this whole series of events. We've only had one person who had any kind of an adverse response and they had an anxiety attack. (laughs) it it wasn't the result that would be me Uh, (laughs) well yeah you know i mean i'm I'm. sure but 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 it's going very smooth Mm -hmm. and then we issue you a time we will contact you then after the fact to come back within your 28-day period to come back and get your second shot And when johnson johnson comes out we Mm -hmm. believe that's going to be a one-shot deal that's fantastic but uh there's still a little ways out but we've got moderna and Pfizer right now and it's they're doing a good job. Well, you,
1: you know, and I, I've seen the, the stories, and I, I know so many have, and I have personal friends that, you know, tried to get the initial vaccination in, in Harris County, in Houston, went online, registered, they were, uh, you know, approved, they were, you know, in that priority category, and then got down there, waited for three and a half hours, and then never even got a vaccine. Right.
0: Well, they need to follow a little South Carolina logic Call Chick Fil A to get them through that line, man. <laughs> you, you know what's re-
3: what's really interesting? Awesome. Is that We got comments. No joke, that you guys do it better than Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. So I funny love that. that you should bring you know, that up. But that was a conversation
1: that may have to go up on the the county website <laughs> yeah, because <exactly>. that's <laughs> exactly. that's like a golden brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, and, and to see that Montgomery County, you you know, is is. People are watching us because they're watching because we are open for business because we have, you know, maintained this level of independence and self responsibility. People are watching and they're watching you guys do this right. So thank you for that. Um, I know welcome. my my dad, who um, has you know other medical issues, who is elderly, um, and lives in Montgomery County, was able to get his first vaccine shot and you know and and I know that he's protected and I know that's because y'all y'all did it right. So sure. thank you for that.
3: Well, we and we just we don't ever want to forget that we give all the credit to the Lord. Absolutely. He has blessed us so abundantly. Yes. It's just remarkable how good he's been to Montgomery County. And uh, so we've been able to put some things in place I think that honor him and honor the people who are here and as we move into the future you will see the difference. Mhm. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome.
1: Well, you know, every day I wake up not realizing, even when I do spill my coffee, yeah. how blessed I am to live <laughs> where <laughs> uh-huh. I live. Um, you know, because, you know, uh, we, you see, you know, that's a great thing about the location of this studio, because we are right here in downtown Connor We've got the courthouse down the street, but we're surrounded by all of these great small businesses, and you're, and you're seeing their doors open, you're seeing people come in, people walking out with shopping bags, and a lot of that is because we have not had to close down for business. That's
3: right. So.
1: so where do you see us going from here?
3: Well, in the county, I see us just moving forward just the way we are. I think you're going to see an increase in the um, the vaccines, which mm-hmm. is it's going to be huge as they become, excuse me, more and more available to more people. I think also as we, even though there has been a change of regime in Washington, mm-hmm um we are moving in on target to have a pretty good year in montgomery county um i believe our sales tax receipts are going to remain the same our property values and our 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 permits for january mm-hmm. we believe we're going to come in up over january of last year which is amazing it, it is it is and you look at permits and you also look at plats and what we're platting. you know those mm-hmm. are all indicators of the investments on the part of our builders and our builder associations and um so Montgomery County really is a one of those communities that people want to come and be a part of
1: yeah, and it's everywhere That's in the right. county That's i mean right. i i remember okay well i've been around for a bit so i remember people's road on 1488 when it was in the middle of nowhere except green trees and forest right yeah, i lived down so there it's, it's when it was there a little bit different these days but even go into the east side of the county and going out 1484, which used to be, you know, very, very rural, you see these amazing developments coming in because the need for family residences is, is so high. It's a, right. it's astounding right. to see the growth that has continued, you know, even through this pandemic. And, you know, we've got our, our new mayor, uh, Jody Chikowski who says this is Conroe's time to shine. And, oh, yeah. you know, it's not only Conroe's time to shine, but it's definitely Montgomery County's time to shine, too.
0: Yeah, agreed.
1: Yeah. Agreed. Um, lots of great things going on
0: yeah um i lived down people's road when it was just nothing but green trees <laughs> it <laughs> <Yeah>. was awesome <laughs> i know a little different now we we uh, we did a lot of horseback riding back then yeah. but um i really think that um also what what we're seeing and i'm seeing it for a little further up north um montgomery county is popular i mean like nobody can stop it it's just it's on fire people and it's it's moving up Mm -hmm. it's moving up we're filling up up there there's a guy uh that was it was a home in elkins lake um uh randy bass and um they had a house it was just a nice house Anyway, had it on the market for 300 and something thousand dollars. It was on the market for a few hours and they had eight contracts. Mm-hmm. That was just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah it's it's Absolutely. definitely I mean, definitely it's, a seller's it's crazy. market mm-hmm.
1: It's crazy. because everything's in high demand. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's great. It's great. It's a great. great place to be. You mm-hmm. know, uh, it's um, a wonderful lesson for our kids, too, who are watching. Um, you know, my son particularly has been, take, has been paying very close attention to local politics, national politics, because I guess he got that in his genes for me um but really the way that they're discussing how how we move forward how it's affecting life how how it's affecting business and you know you have all these kids that have you know gone through this last year um dealing with COVID and going to school and trying to go to school you know they're almost conditioned to wear their masks you know in the school districts now or in the school buildings now but you know, you, the schools have done a tremendous job in tackling the the situation and, and keeping everybody informed because communication has definitely been key in all this. But to see that they are recognizing how blessed we are to live in the community that we are because of the growth, because of everything that's continuing going on. Yeah, it's a really good thing.
0: Well, speaking of national politics, Mm -hmm. you want to, you want to go, shall we,
1: shall we dive in? Well, we, we, we do have only 20 minutes.
0: Oh, yeah. and that's
1: going to go by really quickly. Um, you know, uh, Judge Keel, you mentioned um, the change of the regime in national politics. Has is it just me or has January lasted like three months?
3: Yes, it has <laughs> lasted four or five months. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, it's exactly. been quite. It's, it's, like, it's quite exactly. a series of events. Exactly. But there are bright spots that I believe
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, that are taking place. Um, let me tell you something. Our Attorney General Ken Paxton is is amazing and what he has done is he there's an article i was reading in the austin american statesman mm-hmm. and in the austin american statement they came out texturing Gen- general ken paxton to president biden i'll see you in court regularly <laughs> and uh, sure enough he's already uh he's already taken biden's hundred-day deportation ban and put it to the challenge and the judges upheld the Texas view that mm-hmm. we need to we need to continue um, with deporting, and uh, we'll see how long that lasts. But Joe so Biden has already come up with thirty executive orders. Yes, that um, seventeen on the first day. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but they're not all just reversals of Trump, right. although many of them are. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to tell you, I think that, and and kudos to the governor because the governor has come out. He's, he's, he's pushing us in the direction of being a sanctuary state for second amendments. Mm -hmm. Um, National Rifle Association is moving Moving here. here. That's very exciting. Well, you know, and you look at,
1: you know, we know what, you know, Texas has a lot of strengths, but obviously the oil industry is, is going to get hit hard with
0: the.
3: Let me tell you what we've done though. Christy Craddock came out and mm-hmm. also in the Austin American statement, she said that 30 to 35 percent of our revenues
2: mm-hmm.
3: come from um, the oil industry. Mm-hmm. You know, we have, it, there was a downturn at the end of 19 because of the conflict with Saudi and the United right. States mm-hmm. and Russia. Right mm-hmm. And so we saw it kind of cratering, and we've been kind of slowly seeing it come back. And we have a pretty good, we are pretty well diversified Mm -hmm. you know with our medical community alone you know second to none so we you know if it was alaska man we'd be taking a major hit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. remember the keystone pipes pipeline already is pumping and has been in the southern region Mm -hmm. but now you've got those um, those sand tar fields up in canada and north that they're trying to move down those are the ones really they're shutting down Mm -hmm. and they're shutting down production on government land but uh, if there's any concern that we should have is for our small oil and gas companies, the major ones are going to, as they always do, they're going to get through this. But you, know, you got your Permian basins and the mm-hmm. rest. But you know, I believe that we're going to be fine. I mean, it's going to take some working hard at it. We know we lost 10, 11,000 jobs. Mm-hmm. Those aren't all Texas jobs. Oh, no, 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 no not a few by jobs, any means. But that's right. nationally. But. Um, but with the other things that we have going on and with the, the – listen, we cannot downplay the, the business entrepreneurial spirit and sense mm-hmm. of Texas. This, this is true. I'm That's telling crazy. you, we, there's a reason why we're the 10th largest economy in the world mm-hmm. and we're going to continue to be. And we've got these little hiccups along the way, but I got to tell you, even though, as, as you know, we've had a little dialogue with the governor over this pandemic a few times, mm-hmm. and uh, but he is he is on point when it comes to holding our traditional values right now, mm-hmm. and so I hope he just continues to do that and not worry about what the other side of the aisle is thinking. And we need to hold our ground. And I think that we're, you know, we're going to see that. I can't remember the exact verbiage,
0: but it was Sam Houston who said, um, Texas will raise her head again, and she will, because of her valor and spirit and people, uh, she will stand among all of the great nations.
3: Yeah. And you know,
0: the, there's a and bill which right, is a powerful a, statement. Mm-hmm. As you know, there's you know. a bill right now
3: mm-hmm. in the House of Representatives. I don't think it's going to go anywhere, but it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, Representative Biederman um, it came up with this, and it's for secession. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And um, so it's interesting to hear other states watching us and what they're doing and the chances of it getting through the House or the Senate and then ultimately getting done is another issue. Right. But the point is, is that people are listening because they see what's going on, and this is not the same republic that we had 30 years ago.
1: Well, and it's a you know. and it's a different citizenry too. Um, you know, For sure. I, I don't know. You know, do do people in Maine go get the state of Maine tattooed on their arm? I mean, you know, Texans <laughs> Texans have Texans, a, yeah, a, 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 a a crazy bit mm-hmm. of pride, which I I tol- totally take part yeah, in. Yeah. Um. But you know, I think everybody's watching us because we have. You look at all of these residents um, coming in from California and coming in from other states because. Life is good here. Economy is good here. We've got great schools. We have amazing health care. Jobs are here. So everybody, you know, want as much as they may not like us, they want what we have. Sure so do. I do believe everybody is watching us and I you know, and our elected you know, officials coming back. And
0: we welcome all of you. Just hashtag sure. Don't California our Texas,
3: mm-hmm. please. Well, there, there's a couple of different kinds of groups that come. My next door neighbors, man, they are the greatest people in the world, and they came here because of our conservative culture, our mm-hmm. family awesome. values, our church orientation, mm-hmm. as a as in our, just as our county, mm-hmm. not just Texas, right. And uh, but then, and so those people are awesome, and they come in and they want to be a part of it, and they jump right in, and right. But then there is the group that comes in with a company. Mm -hmm. Glad that they're here. Glad the company's here. Mm -hmm. Glad they're bringing revenue. But the difficulty there is is it's awful painful when they want to bring those values from those states that directly contradict with the values of Texas. And the only reason they're here is because it's a job that their company Uh came here, and -hmm. they're here providing for for that. So I just would ask those people, before you just say no to the Texas way, you're just here for the money and Mm -hmm. for the job that you have— is to kind of take a little bit deeper look, look at our history, look at who we are and really find out what's going on here cuz there's there's no place like Texas. There,
2: is, there's no place. Like Texas.
3: In, in Texas, there's no place yeah. like Montgomery County. Yeah, that's Amen. right. Well, Amen. you know,
1: and it's it's you know, you brought you brought up a good point about our values and everything. One of the the Biden orders that is obviously getting a lot of attention, especially here in Texas, um, was the um, allowance of men who might have different um, uh, gender identifications Ugh. to participate in women's sports. And, uh, you know, it's not a discriminatory um, thing. It's an actual biological, physical difference with right. a lot of these sports. And, and it's, I, I wonder if other states are taking that as seriously as Texas is. I mean, I know, you know, we're, we're a big, you know, sports State, You know, we love our football. We love our baseball. You know, I know several girls that play football here just in Montgomery County and do it quite successfully, um, you know, and but it's I, I, I wonder what the, what the real national take on on this is.
3: It's a very low, low percentage of people that seem to be screaming the loudest and raising the flag the highest. Mm-hmm. And it's like people just rolling over and playing dead on this deal. I don't care what you say. You cannot get up in the morning and look in the mirror and decide, today I'm going to be a girl, tomorrow I'm going to be a guy. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. We have a a gender identification, it comes to us from birth, comes to us from God, and girls aren't boys and boys aren't girls. Boys are boys and girls are girls. And that's the end of it. Now yeah. people say, "Oh, you know, judge, you know, you are you are so dogmatic." No, I'm not. I'm being reasonable. It is the healthiest most sensible approach to being a human being. Mm -hmm. And we keep trying to matriculate these people into something that they're not. That was never God's intention. You know, God made us man and woman. He created us male and female.
1: This is very true. And you know what? He also made presidents impeachable, but what about former presidents?
0: How
3: about that
1: How about that Can't do it. Can't you know do that, it. that sh- they may do
0: it they may carry it out which I don't think they will by the way but it, even if they carry it out it will it will be reversed it will be I promise you it has to if if our country stays intact it'll be reversed
1: well you know and uh, talking to to all kinds of people because I you know I'm listening to all these different arguments about the legality and and what is mm-hmm. possible um, for this impeachment process going on because obviously it's it's happening right now and you have senators that have stood up and said there's no way we can go through with this what do you uh, what, have y'all heard y'all know the legal standing what is the possibility of being able to impeach someone who's not in office anymore
0: there's there's the the only reason to impeach somebody the only reason to impeach somebody mm-hmm. is to remove them from office it's to remove them from office That's- okay Yes, they can't run again. Yes, there are some, you know, it's like, yes, if you're a felon, you can't Mm -hmm. own a gun or whatever all the rules are. I'd never be a felon, so that won't affect me. But anyway, the point is, is that the only reason to impeach somebody is to remove them from office. That's it. That's it. He's not in office.
1: So how do we get our elected national um, leadership to keep their eye on the ball? focus on things like putting in place amazing covid vaccination programs and taking care of local economies in order to feed our people and take care of our communities i mean really that's what we need to do
3: we know our our guys are i think are doing a pretty good job um at that and our our national representatives Mm -hmm. and um Do they do everything that we want them to do or that we like them to do? No, no more than I do. It's impossible. It's impossible. That's right. It's impossible. But by and large, we've got a good conservative group um, representing us in Washington. We do here locally. And the best way to get them to move the needle and to continue to remain that way is to be contacting them and letting them know what we're thinking, calling them, writing them. And I'm going to tell you something. When I get... With tons of letters that come across my mm-hmm. desk. You don't think I pay attention to that? Of course I do. And because I want to know most of the time, it's so easy for us to get caught up as politicians and not know what the people are thinking, or we hang out with our particular group mm-hmm. and we're not reaching out to other groups and see what is the smattering across the board. Right. You know, and I have to tell you when it comes to this COVID deal, it's pretty clear in pretty much every walk, Around the county is that there is a desire for us to have vaccines. Mm-hmm. There is a desire for us to get beyond it. There is a desire for us to stay open. There is a desire for us to to open up our restaurants and and the various things that we have determined are essential and non-essential is nonsense. They're all essential. Mm-hmm. And um, just like every know, life matters, what every are job generally matters. Thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, so those are things as you pay attention to the people. And that we want our public officials in Washington to pay attention to what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Again, we get mad at them periodically, I know. and uh, But, you know, by and large, they do a pretty good job.
1: Well, you know, it's like you said, you can't please everyone all the time. And I know in your position, you've done such a great job of listening to all sides, listening to the experts, and then putting a, place, a, a plan in place that addresses everyone as best as one single plan can. Uh, But again, keeping the economy going and but also putting in place a great vaccination plan so people can have, you know, make that choice.
3: That's right. You know, if if, if I was going to in just a quick phrase of what what politicians need to have, they need to have soft hearts and tough hides Mm. They need to take it in the chin and get on and don't fight back. You know, there are, there is a time to hold your ground and, and to stand and to fight. But by and large, that's not most of the time. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to exactly. fade heat from people that are in disagreement. But as you take the time to listen to them, we have people calling all the time that that are they are on the ledge and – our gals up there and our our people down at OEM, our, our emergency operations and our telephone bank down there, they're talking people off the ledge every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, from just flipping out over whether it's vaccines or or testing or whatever the case may be. But you just got to have a soft heart and a tough hide. You got to be willing to listen. Mm-hmm. And if we do that, and uh, when we have a fixed set of values that we operate in, mm-hmm. boom, let's go. Montgomery County is going to continue to go the way it's been going. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and, you know, and as we move forward, I think we're going to see, obviously, you know, COVID's not going to be gone tomorrow. Um, no, it's, it's going to be not, with us for
3: a while.
2: It's
1: not going to be one of those things that just spontaneously disappears. But being able to address the issues and, you know, and offer vaccinations for those that, that make that choice for themselves and be able to, you know, protect our community. There, there are going to be lots of new challenges coming forward, but I'm glad that that you're at the helm and well, uh, looking you. out it's for very us. We all well, yes, thank you, thank you.
0: I, think, I think in general the the county is we've got a few yes. naysayers out there but i think by and large people are happy yeah people and if you happy. and
1: if you are looking for vac- vaccination information you can go to the montgomery county website it's mctx.org there is a wealth of information there including how to reach your elected officials but you can also go through the channels a couple of clicks and you can find all the information There's on, a how like to register. on down
3: there that says covid just hit click on that take you to what you Click need on to call the <laughs> call COVID. the um for registration or whatever the case was. yeah absolutely
1: well judge Keo, thank you so thank much you for being for here today i know uh, it's been
3: awesome thank it's you it's been so me.
1: it's always so fun it's, having it's you here fun. and we and we enjoyed your your second guest your mustache it's always an, nice to have a surprise <laughs> guest <laughs> yeah uh, anyway make sure you tune in to us every wednesday we've from two to one we've
0: got a great guest for next week yeah and we're go- we've got uh, a champion ch- you said um soft hearts and tough hides we have a champion team roper that's going to be with us and telling stories next week. Awesome. So we've oh, got fun. Lots of good good stuff. Yeah. So
1: make sure you tune in to Toast of the Town every Wednesday from 12 to 1 right here on IRLoneStar.com or on the Moxie Innovative Facebook page for Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel, where we toast the best in Montgomery County. Absolutely. Y'all stay safe out there and make it a great week.